The following podcast is recorded and produced by Emerge, a media creators co-op, in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. Welcome back to the Next of Kin podcast. I'm your host, Rich, joined by my son, Christian. How you doing? What's up? I like your new haircut. It's my haircut every time. I know, but, <laughs> it's, it's, but it's a haircut. You went, you got the haircut, so it's good, you know? Right. Well done. So. <laughs> well done. Well I, done. I cut it myself. <laughs> well, you didn't, yeah. I mean, that would have been. In the mirror. That would be kind of interesting. Well to, done. Well done. It's a nice, well, you got a haircut, so. It's, okay. <laughs> So I got new eyes. And, You've said uh, this before. You said this last time. I got new <laughs> eyes, but no, no. I'm I'm telling a story about the fact of the new eyes that uh, apparently they don't work because <laughs> I went to the gym and then left my phone at the gym. No, so well, I don't know have, if it's that, that's eyes your brain. or senality. That's your brain. It's yeah, a little bit of both. Yeah, probably. Like, that's your eyes. So now I got to okay. finish this and run down there. Get my phone, and then we have to cut today's episode short, anyways, because we have to watch the soccer, I gotta go watch, soccer, watch yeah. the football, Manchester City, Champions League. Yep. Okay, so we're gonna actually we kind of talked about it. We're gonna kind of try to accelerate ourselves through some of these shows and shorten our episodes down a little bit. So we're gonna jump right in today, and actually we're gonna bring back news next week. But this uh, probably, week, yeah. this week we're gonna kind of. Uh, we want to kind of get into some things. There's a bunch of stuff that we wanted to talk about. We're kind of getting into a bunch of things that are in wrapping up their seasons. And so we just figured. Yeah, there's a lot of shows that we're into that are like full on like coming out at the moment. Like right. Being released. Like so we're going to we're going to be covering. More than usual. Yeah, we're going to be covering. Talk a little bit about Werewolf at Night. We're going to talk a little bit about She-Hulk, Rick and Morty, and or House of Dragon and Rings of Power. So we've got to power through these. Rings of power through this. Each. But we're going to start with something that not everybody likes to talk, cares about, but we, I have to talk about it because it's something I'm passionate about. And you actually like the show somewhat. Um, yeah. Is so, they dropped a like new Picard? Two, I like season two more than I like season one. They okay. They dropped a they dropped a second trailer for uh, season three of Picard, which is uh, a lot of people are calling it next generation. Points. This is like the actual, like, Picard up until this point has not been like a spiritual successor to uh, Next Generation. Now, because a lot, they're actually bringing back more of like besides, characters besides. Well, what Next Generation characters have we seen? We saw Picard. Well, in the first season, we saw Riker and uh, yeah, for like Deanna. an episode. They're around for a couple episodes, yeah. and then Riker shows up at the end, if you remember, with the fleet. Oh, that's right. And yeah. he kind of mm-hmm. saves, helps him save the day, and then he kind of gets out of the way. But mm-hmm. you know. Um, that was the main one. And, and then, then last, last season, we saw um, Wesley. And Q, right? We saw Wesley Crusher. I mean, Q. That's Q. And Q. Oh, okay. But they weren't really... I mean, Wesley had kind of... The actor had left the show and yeah. whatever. They had phased the character. Weirdly, out. there's been a lot of other background characters no, in terms from of other the shows actual that have original been, like, the extra Data, characters Data on. was obviously... Oh, Data, too, Data was a, a bit, major yeah. part of the first season, obviously. But weirdly, I mean, like, some and of the Brent other... And Brent Spiner's been around mm-hmm. within different characters that are all related to the family. What's, um... The one but this that, is the um, one that's actually like a majority of the original cast is. What's now the back one character the... that uh like had a crush on like seven of nine or whatever, right? 
the character that the, the, whatever, the, the other girl, the other woman that was. Oh, like she's in, back. Yes. What is she from? Some uh, another show, or no, is she? She's intru- is she only, introduced for Picard. She was only from Picard. Okay, I wasn't sure. Yeah, so she's her character is back, and I we obviously so it is a continuation of the Picard show because Seven and Nine is back, and her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, know, I, I, did, I was back. happy that there was, it wasn't um, just like I would they, assume they that the Romulan. I assuming yeah, that like the Romulan, Romulan will be back, and I'm assuming that his girlfriend, his Romulan girlfriend, will will be back because he kind of oh, started yeah, his right. relationship with her at the end of season two. Yeah, because I didn't want them to fully be honest. Cut let's off be honest. So this the... season's going to be about next gen, um, his or... his last mission with the next generation cast. So you've got Riker and Troy, and you got Wesley Crusher. And you've got Jordy, and but more importantly for me, you've got Worf. Which I you do appreciate for two seasons they did try to do some unique stuff. I know, like, Picard is a bit of a mixed bag yeah. for a lot of uh, Star Trek fans. But, like, yeah. I do appreciate that before just automatically going to nostalgia and, like, bringing back everyone as, like, that as, as the original. As, like, season one, they saved it for the last season. Like, I, I kind of actually like that. I didn't think of it that way, and I'm glad that you you brought that up. Like I think they that's they, a really they good tried point. to stand on something more than I just like the, as, all the I look the at old this characters. as two different things. I look at this as, um, they you did you, like you said they wanted to do a, a character study about John Luke Picard, mm-hmm. and they did that, and they brought back other kind of peripheral characters. Yeah. Um, the last couple of Guinan and things like that. And they really did. And it's funny thing about Picard. People either really, really like it or people really, really do not like it. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem to be a lot in the middle. Like, it seems like people are very extreme that they only want to watch their VHSs mm-hmm. of Next Generation from 1987 or they and they don't want any of I would imagine that there's also a, a, a sub. I don't not too familiar with the Star Trek like fandom. Is there like a community like star because again now there's like a yeah they're just like is there a star wars type community where there's like no matter what the quality of content is it just by the fact that it's produced by whatever company is producing it because that is a a phenomenon no matter what it is they're mad because that is because like for instance like the last three star wars things boba obi-wan and and or significant amounts of quality between all three right of like fluctuation and like and like very different right. shows in and of itself, but yet people sometimes will react to them all like as the same thing. Well, I mean, it's funny because when st- like I'm not, and I'm not a huge fan of Discovery, mm-hmm. um, but I've liked the other Star Trek. I like the Captain Pike show. I'm not a big fan of 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 yeah, the animated the one of the the Prodigy, but I do think that Lower Decks knows what it is, and I find it amusing. Um, yeah, I don't I, have I don't, a problem with Lower Decks, thing, and I liked sense. Picard, but I think Strange New Worlds was the best show that they yeah, did. 100%. Discovery has gotten significantly better, um, but a lot of people are like Discovery, and and even the Picard relationship between Seven of Nine and what's her face um, is because you know because it's a, they're lesbians. Um, there's a lot of people that are like. Oh, Oh, I don't like Star Trek's not why is Star Trek woke now? And I'm like, woke. Star Trek was always kind of about pushing boundaries of of anything, social anything, like whether it's For whatever reason, you know, one of the best one of the best episodes of Next Generation, one of the most controversial episodes is the one where Riker falls in love with an androgynous being. A race that has no sex, and it was obviously an analogy for homosexuality, and um, and 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 that society, uh, those characters, were, it's one of the best episodes. Uh, there, they were always Star Trek's always been about pushing sci-fi in the general, moral tale. Star, Star Trek's the moral play. Sci-fi like, in general has a lot of like these. Um, I think sci-fi, like especially like something like Star Trek, right? Um, and even in the backgrounds of other things, is often sending like rather progressive, like futuristic. 
like globalist messages, like just the nature of is with the nature of sci-fi of like kind right. of where like the the end goal of it goes. And maybe not the dystopian. Well, well, what ones, I'll say but. is, being a bigger fan of the older sci-fi issue, that didn't start mm-hmm. until Star Trek did it. Yeah. Before mm-hmm. that starts, sci-fi was always about ooh scary aliens that want to destroy the Earth or kill us. Star Trek was the first thing that actually did aliens weren't all bad. I mean, you could, like, go, you could go back to the day the Earth stood still and stuff like that. But in general, most sci-fi before that yeah. was about alien invasions and monsters from outer yeah, space. I talk about this concept with but, um, and Doctor Who lot, And really. Doctor Who, obviously, because Doctor Who was not seen in America. In England, Doctor Who was very much yeah. a lot of that, too. Like, they tried to do some social consciousness with Doctor Who. But most of Doctor Who was also just scary aliens and robots. Well, I understand, like, the modernness of, like, the, the anti-woke whatever that means in today's Yeah, I'm day. just using like, a term. I don't want No, but I mean, like, know. in general, like, for media today, like, that's right. obviously a big talking point. I think it's a stupid talking point most of the time. And it just represents, like, right something you don't agree with. Basically. And my thing is, if you don't like the show, just don't watch it. Like, yeah. you don't need to... But no, but to, I'm like, saying, like... They're the, just constantly bashing it, and I don't even but think I'm saying, like, for, so for even for, like, something like Star Trek, which is a lot less on the nose... No, not Star... Did I say Star Trek or Star Wars? Uh, I'm talking about Star Wars, but something about like, Star Wars, which has like very clearly defined, and if you like listen to interviews with Lucas and do like a little bit of research on like what the inspiration behind Star Wars is, right? Like it's very clear, like messaging about, about like anti-authoritarian and like uh, and like what the the enemy, like the villains, like the Empire in particular, are designed after. Well, even if you look at the way and the, the type accents, of oppression they yeah. like, uh, like yeah, the way give accents out. are used and the way kind of like, exactly like there's even, all sorts of even, very subtle. I don't think things. they thought about it in the 1970s, but I think as things kind of went on, they realized let's just make the Empire a bunch yeah. of white guys. Like I think they kind yeah. of did well, that British, kind of on like, purpose, like, yeah, like, like to imp- some extent. Imperialist, yeah, like imperialism sort of like, and that English accent. And yet, and, yet and, today, you know, like, like, and it's pretty clear. Like if you have like any sort of context for like wider history and like also just like inspiration and yet there's like a very large like majority of people that uh but let's discount that entirely but but i think it's even more ridiculous than like even for something like star wars that could be a thing but something like on uh, not even i wouldn't say star trek's on the nose but it's more overtly star trek like star trek found a way to do it sometimes it was right on the nose yeah and other times it was overt and it was funny about the overt stuff is people people don't realize that it was overt like like, like, they're so they still don't realize that that was what he was trying to tell you yeah like and and there's now they're still like i can't believe that they did that why is everything got to be about a woman i just think it's weird i'm I'm just saying it's weird that the fundamentals like like the fundamental it's, it's what star trek is no, that's what I'm saying. It's weird that the fundamental concepts of, like, so much sci-fi, right. like, there's still these people that are too stupid to, like, literally understand, like, the thing that they claim to be such a massive fan of, yet they don't even understand the building blocks. There's of, also, that, and that, I think, like, and I don't want to throw every single Star Trek fan that hates Picard into that pile. And no, I'm not saying let it's me, everyone. Well, I'm, I'm sure more on to this than like you, so then. let me talk about it. Like, like, I think there are some people that just are purists. And well, they just sense. don't really want, and I think there's some Star Wars fans the same way. They don't really want modern. They don't really want mm-hmm. new versions of things. They just really want to see the same people doing the same doing things. And I don't have a problem with I that. Can understand I understand. I really that doesn't really bother that's me because not, yeah, I, I kind of like that too. I, I do. That's why part of why that's I like a Picard. Point to have. Kind of why I like Picard is because the fact that I'm getting to see some of my favorite characters watching watching those characters come back. And specifically as we get into the trailer now. I want to talk about why I think this is going to be really cool. The second reason, I, the other thing I want to say about why I think they're doing this is, let's be honest, Patrick Stewart is not a young man. 
He's going to retire from acting relatively soon in my mind. I don't think he's going to continue acting. He's going to get old. He's already old. He's already in his 80s, whatever he is. And I and I feel like I think he kind of said to them, listen, I want to, I want one last ride with my friends. And I will tell you one thing about the Next Generation cast. They're friends. Yeah, like, they like you can talk about, like, oh, the Friends cast was friends off screen. And some of them still hang out. Like, like. They're the next generation cast. They're friends. Like they were in each other's weddings and stuff. Like Jordy's best man was Brent Spiner or some variation of that. Like these guys are close. There's all kinds of stuff of them. Like, and I think that's why John Lancey, as Q was back, John Delancey was back is because he's close with them. They're all very close. Yeah, Part of it is because they did the show for seven years. They, movies. they did movies. They also go to all these conventions every year. Yeah, they see each other but a lot of them are just, they remain, they, they it was such a good, period of their lives and i think patrick stewart said i'll do a third season but i want the rest of my friends back yeah so let's get into the trailer well, because I imagine that this was trailer is it we're not going to see these most of these characters ever again i do have my theory about one character but i do think and they may be doing something that i've talked about i think they're alluding to something they're going to do and i'll get to it as we get through the trailer um so obviously this is the this is everybody's back i already mentioned who's back um, there was a lot of concern with Worf. What was his Klingon makeup going to be? Worf. You know, it I mean, looks, it just looks like Gold Worf. He so. looks like Gold Worf. They they went back and recreated the the Michael Westmore design of Worf, aged him up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Some people feel like he's aged up too much because Klingons don't age so fast. Whatever, who cares? I don't think he looked that old at all. They they he's a little gray. I guess. But I, I, I know people in their 40s that are gray. I, you know, his like, color looked different. He, they they changed his coloring, and I think a lot of that's just to ask, you know what that coloring he has to do with? He looked like more like his natural color. I think like. they were able to update the, the coloring, and a lot of it is, too, you got to remember, the show was shot in analog mm -hmm. in 4.3 ratio in not HD, 7.20. Yeah. This show was shot in 4K. He's, um, he's African-American, right? Uh, yes, he's okay, an African-American so. actor, so I think they went with some more of a... Uh, he they, looked more like his natural skin tone. His, own, his own coloring but, changes the makeup developed over the years anyways if you go back so, yeah, to look the way because like his his yeah. makeup back in the he's like it looks like he's if you black, flip but it doesn't on, necessarily look like it's his it, natural yes. tone if, if that makes sense if you look on next no i think it is if you oh, look okay. on next generation just, yeah. and you look at the early seasons in the mid late 80s of 19 of next generation and then you look at 10 years later when he's on deep space nine first of all deep space nine is a darker show mm -hmm. literally like they like lit the sets yeah. darkly mm -hmm. so his makeup was darker they made they aged they made him much tougher the makeup evolved from when yeah. he was in 1987 he was just like the tactical guy in the yeah. back of the room who just was just kind of a punchline yeah. then he became like to me like the most important one of the most we you and i talked about this that everybody talks about the spock character and then the next generation data was was kind of like the new Spock character. In many ways, the way they really analyzed the human condition yeah. was they looked the at only, Worf. Data's only in it in, maybe in like personality, where Worf, in like the idea of examining the human condition, is that character on that show yeah. in Spock. Worf, so, Worf is the character that is not, not human at all, but he was raised by humans, so mm -hmm. he's in his nurture versus nature. So yeah, it's still he, a bit his, of that. he's a warrior in his heart, and he embraces that culture, but he's also influenced, obviously, by his, by his you know, by his human parents yeah. and and the, the and what has happened to him being raised in humanity and mm -hmm. and being like the strongest and there's all kinds of great episodes that and they had a tremendous actor to do it so it's really funny in the trailer because they realized in the course of next generation into deep space nine that that michael doran's really funny 
as an actor. So they found ways to have a lot of fun. Most of the funny memes about Star Trek, a lot of them have to do with, you know, like Worf saying death to the opposition. But and, usually and, as like, you know, usually, but it's not like he's making a joke. It's like, no, he doesn't. He's, he's like, not funny. It's just, and that's even exactly, a running joke like that he love. doesn't necessarily, he won't laugh at people's jokes. Like he's like, I do not find that amusing. It's a, I am it's not a like, merry man. Like, like he's like Spock, like speech pattern. Like how they use that for yeah. comedy occasionally. Like. He, he's very, you know, Michael Dorn was, is an incredible actor oh, yeah. for that character he's and, he, trained to it, and really if you think about characters um he has the most appearances of any actor as a character in star trek does he That's well because I mean, he I mean, was he on do like he was on seven years like, of next generation like and 26 of... episodes and then another five or four yeah, or five I mean, whatever it was sense, actually, and yeah. movies so mm-hmm. he blows everybody out of the water in terms of the character with the most scream time i don't think there's anybody he's you a know, fan favorite besides right? besides the the computer voice which yeah. is the noise the voice he's a massive measure. fan favorite right? he, i everybody wants the spot the wharf show okay and i'm really hoping that this leads to the wharf show Mm-hmm. Um, because I think if they do a next, they've introduced an Enterprise the F. There's a new Enterprise. This is gonna be. We're gonna see the Enterprise F in this, um, and we're gonna see Picard gotta go and do something. You know, someone's there's a bad guy with a big ship, and you know they probably want to kill Picard. We don't know all that stuff, but there's a lot of other stuff going on too, like. Uh, uh, Gates McFadden, Dr. Crusher, kind of, she sends out the SOS, so to speak, mm-hmm. and Picard's got to get the crew together. It looks like they're going to be on the Titan for a little bit, which was Riker's show in canon. When he yeah. leaves the Enterprise, he becomes captain of the Titan, I believe. And I believe this is his, his old ship that we're going to see, but I think it's going to eventually lead to the Enterprise F. Well, yeah. And then the, the the big thing oh, that yeah, I think most gonna of us an this we're going to get must, an enter- we're like, getting the Enterprise F, and I'm pretty sure that Lord, Jordy LaForge's character is going to have a daughter, and she's the helmsman of the Enterprise. Mm-hmm. So I think they're doing something, which was when Sulu's daughter was the Enterprise was the helmsman of the Enterprise B yeah. in one of the movies, and I think they're so kind of doing that again. They're doing like this the idea that the next character, generation yeah. character, Jordy's daughter. Uh, what yeah, obviously well, like I'm that. most excited for is Worf because Worf's got the. He's got the the other blade. I, I forgot the the Metlath, which yep. is kind of the half of the of the you know the 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 you know the regular um, Batlith. And he's and the line is that he goes, "I am a pathist now, a pathist now," and and it's like I prefer whatever to the violence. I prefer but, pacifism. Now. But I think the idea of this is going to be it's going to be what Klingon pacifism is, yeah. and it's going to be kind of like. Um, I won't kill you right away. I'll kill you after you like piss me off. Like I think that'll be the Klingon version of pacifism. Because yeah. towards the end of next gen of Deep Space Nine, he was starting to like in 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 like uh, investigate the Klingon kind of mystic world. Of it, yeah. He was going to the caves of something, the caves of Borath, and he was you know like they did they made him kind of Jedi ish, like where he's kind of got the spiritual yeah. side of being mm-hmm. a Klingon. Um, and I'm just really excited because I think that he'll when he you can see in the trailer he's not going to be he's going to be violent. Uh, the other characters they're bringing I mean, back. Looked, I mean, he was only in like the one scene of the trailer, and I felt yeah. like he like completely embodied like his old character yes, again. Yes, like, he, he immediately his, fell his back voice, into like, his voice and interaction with Riker in the trailer. We're all going to die. Yeah, like is totally right on. Yeah, what, that felt very familiar. It. it, so. it I've watched, a lot, of, I've watched a lot of deep space. It, it so felt it felt familiar. It felt very familiar. And the Riker Wharf Riker was always kind of like, kind of, come on, man, come like on, poking the bear, poking the bear, yeah. come on, let's see. And he'd be like, okay, don't kill me now. Yeah, like yeah. he'd be like, I'm just kidding. <laughs> like one of the best lines yeah. in, in First Contact 
is, you know, like he says to him, like, you know, nice ship. Nice, you know, he goes, nice little ship you got there. And he's like, little, like when he's talking about the Defiant. And then the other one's like, you still remember how to fire phasers, right? Like, and he gives him like, okay, don't, you know, don't kill me, Worf. I'm just like poking fun at you. Because he's so serious that they all want to mess with him. Yeah. So there's even like, there's a lot of things like that where they kind of play like little very, pranks. Like high, strong, yeah. And so. they know that he can, besides Data, he can kill all of them like in battle. So, mm-hmm. um. Then they obviously they get into there's a few other characters that look like they're they're bringing in. Um, it, so way back in the original series, and I'm not sure how this is going to work. Um, they they made a mistake and told the computer to invent a holograph character that could defeat data. Yeah. And um, the character that uh, they created was Moriarty from the. Um, Sherlock. The Sherlock Holmes legend. Oh, sure. So that ended up being a sentient, the first sentient, like, life, you know, holodeck character. I don't know. They're, it's the same actor, too. Okay. It's the same actor. And I think. It's a little think, weird because that's a character of, from, like, one episode. Well, right? it's, it, well I think episodes, he was in two. Then like, uh, we haven't seen him since, like, 1999. The interesting that's thing about thing I, that. I liked about Picard, not that I have any understanding yeah. of, like, any of, like, a lot of this old Star Trek lore yeah. and these old characters that were in, like, two episodes. But I do appreciate that for, like, even. Even season one, and I would say more so season two, like just they like so much of like the random details that they've built up their the stories in, like especially yeah. last season, were like obscure like things from like like shows. You know, Easter eggs, Easter eggs that were thrown in there were from Deep Space Nine a lot because yeah. they went back. There was we already covered a lot of this, um, yeah, but there were also other visual aspects too that were very reminiscent of like City on the Edge of Forever, and you have to really kind of be really into this. But they weren't like, hey, everybody, look at this. There was a lot of things. But I think it's like, interesting that like they yeah. have like, writers who can think of like, oh, they remember this character yeah, from like, like two episodes. We can use that character they, like they, thirty years yeah, later. Yeah, they like, oh, they used versions of those characters. Or different aliens that were related yeah. to those characters. Obviously, we've gone through all of this. I don't want to get too far into yeah. this. So, two more we've things I wanted to mention is that the other thing that we also saw was we saw Data's evil brother, which is Lore, which yeah. is still being prayed by Ben's Brent Spiner. Mm-hmm. He's back. Um, so, theoretically, in my mind, one of the reasons why they bring Moriarty back is to handle Lore. I mean, oh, I, I don't know what else. I, I don't understand why we need Moriarty back. I'm sure it'll be fine. It might just be a one-off episode for all we know. And it might be in, like, one of them. It, it, yeah. it could be, like, I don't understand how the Moriarty um, character is even alive because the Enterprise de-crashed mm-hmm. in one of the movies. And did they did they pull the holograph stuff out and put, put it, and save it somewhere they took his SD card out. yeah like they put yeah they pulled out the sd card and they put it and picard had it in his desk somewhere yeah. <laughs> he's you know. giving it in the, in the he's, yeah. oh, well, who's this oh shit i brought back this character that all wanted right. to kill us all so i'm excited for picard we want probably one longer than when i wanted to do but uh um, when is that out next year uh i in this winter winter oh, okay. 2023 all right i'm just glad to see wharf back and i'm hoping it leads to the wharf tv show yeah. It won't, they won't call it Captain Wolf. Also, They'll Picard's just call one of the it. only shows that came out like consi- that's like come out in the last couple of years like consistently. Like, <laughs> they yeah, they're like the only one year. that's got a schedule. Yeah, like yeah. Picard is a schedule. Like no, I feel like no TV show has like a schedule anymore. Like it used to be like like all right, it's fall. That right. means October. The show is coming back. And that well, I'm wondering anymore. if we're gonna get. I, I think we'll get the data like child back. Uh, oh yeah, she wasn't very much in the last she, one. We, so. we only saw her like one one episode because they wanted because they it, 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 she didn't really episode, fit into yeah. the plot. No, the she no thing. it didn't it wouldn't um, make sense because data wouldn't have, data didn't really exist in that concept. Um, so I think the idea of that that could and be she another wasn't really thing. Starfleet that could be another thing so. with lore too. 
Yeah. Like, you know, that that you stuck out the cybernetics. And this seems to be like a, a even bigger stakes, maybe. This seems like to be like there 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 there's a lot of revenge. There's there is a revenge plot with this. The bad guy looks pretty more, good. Actually I wouldn't say it's the but the bad stakes, guy woman. The last looks couple like seasons have been pretty big stakes as well. Yeah. But I would say there's more this one's a more personal stakes, I would say. Even though there was But like I think it'll it'll be season, more reaching but. than just, you know, they want to kill Picard. That's what I mean, but they, they, that means they can bring in like all the all right, other well, let's characters. Let's move on. Not Starfleet, I think we lo- a lot of people don't like Star Trek. Yeah, but we like Star Trek, and um, obviously it's my, still my my original favorite. So, uh, so also on our list, we talked. We watched uh, one of the better things to come out from Marvel recently, which was Werewolf at Night. It was one of the best things to come out from Marvel. I would say this is like. It's only like fifty something minutes. I yeah, it was correctly. a special. It's, like a, it's pretty it short. Was a, it was a special. We're not. It's not a and show. And I didn't really know what to. It's expect. not six episodes. It's an hour and whatever. I, and I don't think either of us. I don't think most people went in like knowing what. To I had really no expectations. Expect. I didn't have too many. Ex- I thought it looked. The trailer looked interesting, and I was happy that it was something a bit more. Uh, that seemed a bit more off the beaten path. A bit more like creatively. Yeah. But they also um, stylistically really grabbed in the look of the horror movies of the 1930s. Yeah, and, and I'm the not even like, I'm not a big fan of those you know, movies at all. I've barely seen any of no, them. But I, I thought I the aesthetic mix yeah. of, like, the MCU and, like, mixing, like, that music cues with, like, action and stuff. Yeah. Like, I thought that worked really well. Um, it was a lot. Of, it was a lot. A lot of fun. I thought the, the lore was very interesting, especially because yep. like we've been slowly exploring this part of the MCU more. And I thought, this well, even like, the the prologue talks about that. About you know the darker side, which we know we're getting more well, darker like stuff because we've got Moon Knight, we've got yeah. other characters mm-hmm. that are part spoilers, of it. Blade coming, so we yeah. There's and I think, this is a, a and I think in particular in this, this is a really sure. good precursor to Blade. Yeah, um, I don't need to review. I don't want to talk too much about what happens on the show. But really quick, there's like um, there's five like monster like hunter. They introduce like monster hunters basically in this, and that's like a concept. And they have like kills and stuff, and like they kind of track how many monster kills they have. And the master and they have like seasons one, and stuff. Yeah. So it's like almost like there's like a certain time of year that all the like the hunters go out to like. Well, I don't think uh, I even caught that. Yeah, so like it's very because the one guy said like it's my thirtieth season. So oh. it's and then obviously like they were in the big like trophy room and they have all sorts of like right. uh like. Which Easter was egg. very reminiscent Easter egg of references like, to all sorts of like the yeah. heads of like monster. Yeah, and that was very reminiscent of all so, the old horror movies. Oh yeah, when of you course. see like that type of stuff in there, you know. But yeah, uh, Michael Giacchino directed this, who's a really uh, well-known per, uh, composer. Uh, who's like, yeah, he hasn't done too he, much directing. He has a lot of Mar- he's he's worked with Marvel yeah. a lot. Yeah, like he did all three Spider-Man movies. Well, he's, he's done, done a, a lot of the other. Star Trek. I think movies even the the Marvel fanfare is him. Yeah, I'm Gino. pretty sure. And he did, I think I looked that up yeah. at one time. I he composed right. the new special yep. presentation, yeah. um, which is very cool because it's a throwback it's to the old. The, yeah, it's inspired say. by the, all those old specials, like the CBS, yeah, CBS. weekly mm-hmm. movie, and then they, the they all have that the same, with the like multicolor the thing. Yeah. Like, ooh, look at us with our multicolored graphics. Yeah. And I think we're gonna you get know. a lot more of these special. Presentations well, we know that now, the Christmas special is gonna have the same opening in my mind. It'll be like it'll be that same look. Characters that we had heard that were coming forward. So like. I like Wonder Man as a character that's coming out, like I think, like in a few years. Right. Um, and there was talk that that was going to be a Disney Plus series, but now they're uh, thinking like, oh, maybe we'll do a, uh, like a, a special instead. And I think that could be an interesting solution right. to get rid of like the little bit of problem that it is a bit oversaturated for the MCU at the moment. Like there is a lot of stuff, right? And sometimes like, like the six episodes, like there's not even a like a full six episodes worth of stuff to do, if that right. makes sense. So maybe occasionally instead of like. Doing six episodes, this weird. Well, here's it. It's an you interesting. Can just, you can just put out a special for a think character, about that, like the it's way, a precursor to think like a of the movie. The way television or was done in the old days, 
like Total Vision was done where they gave you a pilot. Yeah. And you had to hook us into the pilot. Yeah. And if you like the show or the characters, yeah. the show got picked up. Like, there's a thing now where Marvel tells you, okay, you're going to watch She-Hulk, yeah. and you're going to like it because we've already ordered season two. And it's kind of a weird thing that they're just assuming, and there's a conceit in my mind that, well, you know what? Maybe you better start thinking about that because if if – and I know, like, there's a lot of people that like She-Hulk. I mean, it's not their... But now we're getting to that thing, well, not everybody liked I mean, it. More people are not everybody it. liked it. Not everybody liked it. Like, I mean, to be fair, like, things. more people, have, from what I've seen, I'm pretty sure more people are watching She-Hulk than watch, like, Miss Marvel. And Miss Marvel's way better than She-Hulk. Miss Marvel was significantly so, better. Like, and again, I don't dislike She-Hulk, but I again, feel like everything could be... every time we have these type be... of talks about, like, people are into it, people are not, it's totally subjective, and, like, it doesn't, like, it. it's, it's from your own point of view. Everything and I is by for a different demographic and also, as much as, like, everyone the media is talking about this fatigue and like the fact that Miss Marvel got slightly less viewership. Like, I don't think Marvel cares at all. Like, I don't think Marvel's like reacting. I think the only thing Marvel's reacting to at the moment is like the slight amount of underwhelm, uh, underwhelmment with the whole overwhelming. Yeah. No, I'm no. I know what you mean. Like, it's not. It's not. I think this phase to a lot of fans was slightly underwhelming. But even then, like. I don't think it was any worse than like phase one was. Like if you do, if you look like movie for movie, you know what I well, mean? Well, we've we've gotten like, to the point, and we've talked about this many times. I think we, that's why I want to get stuck on it. Mm-hmm. Is that you know everybody's like everything has to be Endgame, and it was well, a slowdown. That's or what I'm everything saying. has like, to be like the first Avengers, where it's the biggest event in the world. Yeah, and that's just like you can't do that. Like well, we're also like we're, on, we're I think Black Panther is basically a, like this next Black Panther film looks. Well, massive. Black Panther will take so, like care that of already kind of fits like back cut, yeah. into the big like idea, and I think we're. This, like with Ant Man, we're gonna get right back into like the the more connected, well, I, the, so, the more interconnectedness so of things. So let's re- let's keep going again. on our topic, Lister. We're never gonna. Oh, real finish. quick, let's talk so, about these um the characters in this real quick. Well, the only thing I'm gonna say about this is that I liked what about Werewolf and at Night was that I liked the fact that it was very practical. Yeah, I love. There's the not a lot of CGI. Um, where except where there has to be. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't want to really talk well, about. Like, I don't yeah. want to do too much. I don't want. I don't want that to me is too big of a spoiler. I don't want to no, talk, about, talk CGI. about that character. You can, we can talk about it a little bit, but I don't want to. I was talking about it a little bit. Yeah. I just, I just want to talk about how that character is. Like, first okay. off, um, uh, don't Gale, get attached Gale, to too many of these characters. I'll tell you that though. No, I think we will see these characters again because I think they're gonna end up being some of the more. In the limited time they've had, they're yeah. gonna be some of the more. But a lot popular. Are, aren't a lot of them dead? <laughs> Um, what do you mean? A lot of the other hunters, aren't they? Well, I mean, those are side characters. I mean, like, yeah. the, the oh, okay. I mean, the three surviving characters. Okay. Like, no, I, the, yeah, of course that. Like, those three yeah. surviving characters are good. Like, those are three of the better characters that we've had introduced in this phase, in, uh, in my opinion. So, yeah. Gael Garcia Bernal does a great job the, as the, 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 the main character. The main character who's supposed to be, he's the Jack, the, main, the, Jack the hunter. And he's, like, um, really, like, um, and he's he, had, he has yeah. over 100 kills yeah. and like he's yeah. obviously the, the the werewolf character he's gonna turn out to be spoilers 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 yes yeah, spoilers, spoilers he's he's the werewolf mm-hmm. um and they kind of knew that i think they kind of knew that right no they, they didn't know they didn't know they did yeah, they just thought it was the hunter, bloodstone but, um, the bloodstone which is the only thing that's in color yeah uh, i did like that, yeah, that in touch the, in until the, the end the at show. least until the end then it kind of bleeds out which is kind of cool effect. which i think this is modern. and then you have the jessica jones lookalike woman um, that that is Elsa Bloodstone, who's a big character in the yeah. comics, yeah. Uh, Monster Hunter in the comics. Um, she she's like I show, kept every time I looked at her, I thought that actress Jones. is from a show called The Nevers. I keep right. seeing, and she's yeah. apparently really good in that. Yeah, um, she, and she, she was, was very, and I really she was liked very her. good. I felt for a, yeah. for a very and one thing I that really I, liked. Elsa, well, here's like, the interesting thing: like everybody talks about, well, the reason why they have to do a sex up ep- six episode thing is because they have to build up the characters. They didn't need they to did build, better job. They built up this story, built up the characters with a with a relatively new film director. I had a full understanding of Jack and Elsa by the end of this. Within five minutes, ten minutes, we. 
understood who they were. Like Gene Kennedy, well scripted, and yeah, the music. Oh my yeah. god, the score in this score is, is like, good. and of course, it, I, don't, yeah. I don't think anyone had any doubt of that. It's Giacchino, well, and he's, yeah, he's and like, but also this, and it just feels like the way he approaches it, like um. Like John he definitely approached like it's like it. a John can, Carpenter type yeah, of uh, he, yeah, like, he composed it. And if you, you can watch see the, the way thing, he films it, like oh, he was right. he cal- he had this exact like music in mind when he was like yeah. When he well, was- it's funny if you're a, like it's funny if you're a composer, you're gonna hear music throughout mm-hmm. the throughout the sh- when you're storyboarding it, yeah. and you're gonna imagine you probably already had the score done because he's a composer dude, so he's gonna do it first. Yeah. If you're a set designer. Or you're uh, you're gonna design your film much around like what it's visually gonna look like. If you're an action director, you're gonna think about the action sequences and how they work, and you're gonna work backwards from that. But I, I'm glad you brought up John Carpenter because John Carpenter's movie The Thing mm-hmm. has a similar vibe where it's supposed to kind of feel like one of the older horror older, movies yeah. going back to like back to the Frankenstein type things. And I think that they kind of did that um, with this very well as as well. Um, the last character yeah. we haven't wrote. The villain was good too. I think the, the villain was very off putting. Yep. And she was off for like a good and kind of felt like a very um Yep. This felt like a comic. If that made sense. This this felt it had a very graphic this novel. Felt like feel a one off comic it where two graphic, characters work together. Novel-y. Like yeah. well and the, obviously in look. Like I've seen graphic novels that have like almost like a black and white aesthetic like like this. But even like the idea of like just two characters that like like uh, werewolf by night or whatever and Elsa Bloodstone right. like having some sort of like random team up like it had a, it had a very feel of like a almost like a standalone comic where like your character you're following yeah. runs into another hero and does something like it's, well we, it's kind we of had we had like. like the we had we had the Santa Claus looking dude. The Santa Claus dude, and then the other David guy that Bowie. I, the other guy I kept calling Ziggy Stardust. Ziggy the one, Stardust, the yeah. one, the one vampire was basically Ziggy Stardust. And the one guy looked exactly like Blade. The um, one guy was like Blade, like weekend, you know, like discount I, I, dollar store Blade. Speaking of Blade, Blade <laughs> did lose its director, and there are some issues yep. seemingly going behind behind the scenes. It with got the postponed. Of that. Uh, I don't right. think it's been postponed yet, well, but it's going really to get it's postponed because I don't have a director. So um, there were some there were some talks about a kind of more ambitious. Like directors, they were maybe going for. Thanks for eating on the podcast. Yeah, I don't know why I just put a, a good cracker job. in my mouth while I'm talking. Well, finish up. Let's finish up when we're off because we're gonna we're gonna. But I think Giacchino has a decent chance now. Um, yeah, there was talk like, like I've even seen stupid stuff like they were gonna go for like a bigger director to kind of right. make the the guy who's playing Blade happy because like right. he's a little bit unhappy apparently with like some of the development behind this film. Okay, but I wouldn't be surprised if Giacchino, um, ends up. Kind of stepping in. Well, that's not a bad idea. Blade. You should call up. Your like friends. he's done a really good job. You should with call this. up I think your friends at Marvel and tell them. You I don't think idea. Blade's good, is like the same aesthetic as this at all. Don't get me wrong, but I think it's a, a, a like adjacent aesthetic. It's a similar aesthetic, and it's, it's yeah. within it's within the character realm of the characters. Mm-hmm. Like it's in the same kind of part of the universe that these yeah. characters would all exist. Yeah, it would make quick, a lot of sense. I won't talk too much over. about the one character in this. That's um, we see him in the trailer, so it's not that much of a spoiler. But right. Man Thing is in this, and I don't know much about Man Thing other than that he's like the, basically the, the Marvel version of Swamp Thing, and they're basically yeah. the same character. He's part Swamp Thing and part. Uh, but that character is amazing. His face, uh, uh, but that character is great. What's that character is from <laughs> Thor. He's like part. What's his name? He's like Korg. He's like he's like Korg meets Swamp Thing. You yeah, know. basically. And that, he's like a, it's like the gentle thing giant first. thing. It's like Swamp the, thing came first and then there was Man Thing. But I think there's another man, creature that like from another, yeah, like, like right. sub comic that's even right. before both of them if I remember correctly. Probably. But, uh, I mean, 
But either way, Man-Thing was really good. He's like a gentle giant sort of thing. They do the, the classic um, yeah. monster is the victim trope right. or like the, yeah. the sympathetic monster trope, which yeah. I think is great. He's, and um, He's right. He's and obviously good. Jack and Jack is like there to help uh right. to get Man Thing out of the situation that he's in. So yeah. but he's really but he's strong as hell. He's yeah. uh, he was fun. He's really good in comedy. The, so, scene, the scene yeah. that I like a lot actually is the last scene of the, the entire thing, which is fu- the only scene in color that we see Jack and Man Thing, uh, like just talking to each other and like yeah. joking around. And like I can't tell you, like it literally felt like like a Han Solo Chewbacca thing. Yeah. Like it felt like they, they, there was that much chemistry between like one character that can talk well, they and a character that can't. It. They motion like, capped with the guy uh, also who the CG on Man Thing in yeah. that scene, especially. Well, that was in, like, the only thing color, that was really CG. So good because when like, Jack turned into a werewolf, it was all prosthetics. And that was a that in, was great. And I hope in going it shows, forward they keep it shows that. I like, don't need like again. This goes. I don't want to. I want to see I don't these get my avatar again. debate, but I don't give a shit about the CGI. CGI yeah. is great when it has to be done, but you can do something really cool with natural prosthetics, yeah. and they're proving that on Andor. They certainly did it in Rogue One. Yeah. Like I don't need everything. Yes, you got the Hulk. You need it to be CGI because we know what the problem is with She-Hulk with that terrible CGI. Yeah. But I oh, also don't. Fair, but if the story's not any good, I don't care. To be fair, with She-Hulk, there's like a real. And I, I guess it's a good point to switch into She-Hulk now as well, yeah, actually. Um, so but last, I wrote, lastly, last, lastly, we highly endorse, I man. I really we're, highly, we're and, like, I don't think that many people, I assume a lot of people are just going to skip over this just because as it's, and I don't I know. Don't. It's they, an hour. It's an hour. Yeah, it's an hour. It's an it's hour. An hour. Watch it. It's and if and I thought I was gonna be like, am I gonna be scared? I didn't mean it like that, but yeah. like I don't want. I I thought it was gonna be it's more not gross. Scary at all, no. I thought it was gonna be like gross, and it wasn't I it was gruesome. More, I thought it was gonna be it more. Was, horror. It was more like the fear was more like uh, anxiety. Fear, I thought it was gonna be a bit more like in Fran, you know, like Frankenstein. I thought it was gonna monster, be more campy, you know? and it was gonna be more like old school horror. But yeah. instead, it does a. Interesting they just used it as a starting no, point and then went the wrong no, no, way. It's, with it. I think it's even more interesting that I think instead it's taking like the music and like the the camera shots and like the framing of like a very old Lighting genre and then completely and, um yeah. like re re um I'm trying to think yeah. of reusing it or re um contexting it in the, with action. I could like, do a, I could do a home film studies scene just on how they did the transformation into the monster. Mm-hmm. Um, Beautiful. They, scene. They, they, there's a yeah, but it's it's so practical and it's all old school special effects. It's all old school special effects using like Vaseline on the camera lens to make it look blurry yeah. and parts that you don't want to be super seen and shadows yeah. and just close ups of certain parts of the bodies and then just they never really needed to, to go yeah. over the top with it. Yeah. Uh, and then a lot of the visuals are kind of like you know they didn't have to do shaky cam. They just went to kind of like you know quick cuts. Yeah. Uh, with yeah. you know, where no, yeah, you don't definitely. really see the monster the way you, a lot of it is yeah. just people flying off screen and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that. Anyway, moving so, on to She-Hulk. So um, real quick about She-Hulk's no, real quick about She-Hulk's model though, because we just talked about that yeah. real quick. I think She-Hulk's model, like, I think it's more of an, it. Uh, the CGI isn't always good, and I think She-Hulk has been the biggest victim of the right. the Marvel CGI crunch that we've seen, right. even more so than Miss Marvel, yeah, which has it's some a human. pretty bag stuff. It's a human, but Miss Marvel, but She-Hulk, like, I think they've almost were like set up for failure because I. I don't even. I think the actual model, like the character they designed, yeah. is not like it's not easy to implement, or it's not easy to nail because it's just like a bigger human. Because because right. Geo just kind of like there are. Yeah, like, they went with that. Like there aesthetic. are there are women that are that height in the world that exist. Well, her you know what the, I mean? the stand-in like, for She-Hulk is a big, tall woman. Yeah. So like, like, and they and most of the time it's just her movement. 
and they're just tr- they're just doing facial tracking mm-hmm. on the woman's face and putting Jen's face in. Yeah. And it just I don't. And well, again, when you have Hulk, you have like these like veins and like the muscles right. burst out, so there's more texture yeah. and there's more like because it's a uh, movie versus a TV. Whereas show. like with She-Hulk, you have there's just much less like. Uh, right. like little details, like on like like wrinkles yeah. and like muscle and like right. bulging of like veins and stuff. There's just less of it, so it becomes it lets it's less tangible, right? Like to, in the scene. Well, we've already covered all that. Yeah, we, we have talked. So about let's that before, just talk though. about the fact that we finally got Daredevil. Yeah, we're back. just this is the best episode of the series. This by is the far. best episode um, of the series by far. It's um, almost like entirely good, and, and, actually. And, it, and obviously, there's a big setup in the ending for the last episode, and we'll cover the, the where they did with the show. I think at the end. Yeah. What I for the we're little bit of time we have. Yeah, the little bit of time that we have i just want to focus on the fact that they didn't fuck up daredevil and they did his they did his um normal it actually i would say the, the the scene when they're both in the the courtroom and they're yeah. they're sparring off which i think we said he's was, a better lawyer he's a better lawyer but even that and he's I, supposed to be that was the best law scene in the show sure in the way that they talk about law and they use it with the humor and like yeah. they they work it into like also like feeling like it's I part gotta of the start. MCU. I mean, that like, was the best like I, I, I got to start with mm-hmm. the fact that like you knew who it was going to be. Oh yeah, of course. There was no doubt in your mind that and we said it weeks ago that the way they would meet would be in the courtroom first. Mm-hmm. Um and then I what I really liked is the fact that they did that ridiculously wide, high shot, dramatic shot with the doors opening, mm-hmm. and then here comes Daredevil. Here comes you know Matt Murdock, and he just comes in and he's, um, and he. And I gotta say, like, um, the way we mentioned, you know, Michael Dorn playing Worf, I didn't feel like we lost anything with Daredevil. I felt that like Matt, I thought that Cox came in. And he was he was Daredevil again from the second he walked down. And he, the he's slightly different, I will say. It's not but, the um, same. It's the same character, but it's not the same multiverse version of him, so to speak. But even then, I think the the idea is like most of what happened to him in the Netflix show is still supposed to have happened to this character. Um, but interestingly enough, for uh, for Daredevil here, I'd say like Charlie Cox's Daredevil is top ten like adaptations of a video game character like like of all like it's up there with like a Hugh Jackman video Wolverine game character? I mean not video, comic a book comical character. character like hero character oh without a like, doubt like like in my mind it's on the in like the tan of like Heath Ledger Joker that's a good episode Robert Downey Jr. that's a good like, episode right Hugh there Hugh Jackman like yeah. he's up there like yeah. he's one of them in terms of like embodying a character so perfectly. if we were doing like a tier list on 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 s tier list like yeah. we do on when we join Zack Squared not to mention I that. would I would be putting him in as an s tier not to mention Daredevil as a, a show on the end of the Netflix show is one of the more in-depth, uh, personal, like, stories about a comic book character that we've gotten the chance to do. Right. And we got three seasons of it. That's, like, way more extensive yeah. than, like, most of, four, like, if you count plenty the, of these other characters. Four if you got. count the other mm-hmm. crossover. And there. I think it's the most – it might even be, like, the most um, dedicated, like, a series was to, like, like firmly telling the story of, like – like of a character, like from the comics, like I would say, like it's I, what they did was the things that I noticed is they made him, they didn't make him ridiculously powerful, but they did like they, they, he's he, more acrobatic. Clearly, he's is, definitely more acrobatic. Which is not very acrobatic. Some of the, in the things, show, ironic, which is a part the one thing that I just, the, the only thing I don't like, mm-hmm. I hate to say it, is I'm not as I, I still like the original costume. Oh, uh, to be fair, I think that costume is just for 
I think his we're, cameo yeah, in um in She-Hulk, in She-Hulk. and I just kind of because it's a it's his first costume he showed up in in right. the comics. So it's just like it's his first time in the MCU. He's oh, in the okay. first comic I, book. If they can get back to something similar to the Red Devil, I think of, we're going back to the Red. Of, we're we we're, we're definitely that, going back to the Red. We can get back to the Red Devil of the Devil of Hell's Kitchen yeah. costume, and and there's all been kind of rumors that Foggy's back and stuff yeah. like that, and but, that even so, Punisher's back. Mm-hmm. But but I what I really liked was. They kind of had some fun with his background. A little bit. He's like, well, you know, like I got really good eyesight. And it's like, it's kind of like, and he kind of described it. And then she kind of had like the flirty, the interaction, which, which is very comic book accurate. He's slightly more lighthearted, but not, but not in like a Robert. He's not so dark. But not in a Robert Downey Jr. like whip way. (laughs) Yeah, right. Whereas like, that's the way that that, that Marvel often just makes a character. Um, there are like different. He's quirks. not dark like he no, is on no, the but TV show. There are show. like different quirks you know. to Marvel characters, but oftentimes right. the quirk just becomes um, the random, snarky MCU like funny comment. Right. Whereas like that's not what he has. He has. He has like right. a a char- like a like a flirty kind of. He's slight, got a charm. Slightly His arrogant charm. Charm. charm His yeah. charm mm-hmm. is like. Because like, because even when she looks at the camera, a, she looks at the camera. He's like, "You're feeling this too, right? Are you feeling the lawyer, this too?" Lo- the lawyer, you know? Daredevil. Yeah. Um, What's Daredevil's real name? Uh, Matthew Murdoch. Matthew Murdoch. Matthew Murdoch is like supposed to be, and he is in the. Sh- and when he's dealing yeah, with women in the show, he's very he comic book be, accurate. Uh, he's very charming, and they don't. Uh, and he's a bit more brooding and a bit more like sad. I would say in Nep- in uh, of course, in yeah. Netflix, but in the MCU, I imagine we're going to shift a little bit less sad. He's going to be a little more bit powerful. Less brooding. Uh, yeah, he's going to be more powerful, but more charming, and he's going to be. He'll be richer. Because he's going to be more, more successful, significantly more charming, and he's, I think. and he's definitely going to be a little bit more like the comic, very book, and very flirty like the comic book yeah. character. Because like the one of the most notable, well, you kind of need no, that real, character. Realistically, one of the most yeah. notable things about Daredevil that's been joked about is Daredevil in the comics is a whore. <laughs> like Daredevil, like is, well, and that's he, kind of what he is in this episode. Well, he too. does do the walk like, of shame, exactly. Like, and it's so, funny because like I said, like oh, he's doing the walk of shame, and then like twelve seconds later, that, the um, friend came in and she's like, oh, I saw somebody doing the walk of shame. And I'm like, yes, I know my, I know my terminology. Which again, there was a level of, that's only the second ever, that was only like the second ever, like, uh, like sex scene or whatever you want to call it in like the MCU, uh, if you like, cause okay. after Eternals, sure. um, uh, but either way, I do appreciate that he was in like a more adult situation. Like right. that Daredevil's like first appearance was a slightly more adult situation, right. even if it was like, uh, in on the romance side of things, instead right. of like like a hallway fight right. like to that makes the guy bloody or so whatever. i i do <laughs> so. like the fact that he had the, the sticks have evolved a little bit a little bit he has the like flip a off the roof is really cool and we that's went down really the side cool. of the building that's, awesome. the, that's the acrobatic that, that's we're the acrobatic that, that's which, more and again and that's very netflix much tried to be more street level not so they didn't really try to they tried to make everybody less um unrealistic they tried to, as yeah. realistic as they could make a character that's supposed to He's, have like, ridiculous stuff Daredevil, so they're kind of getting back Daredevil is getting, basically they, dark knight right it's they're 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 sure. very similar yeah. in terms of like it's very yeah. much re, reality and if you think um, about it in in um in arrow mm-hmm. the arrow show whatever the stupid archer show, whatever the sure. yeah. the one that the one that um the one that kingpin was on They've also appropriately powered up Kingpin a little bit too. Uh, yeah, he's a because bit. if they're going to fight, then it makes a lot more sense that they've done it that way. Yeah. Um, and I do like the fact I got very excited Not when because they clearly like, Oop, it's Daredevil. a hallway scene. There was like a hallway scene. It wasn't as cool as one of the ones on the show, but they definitely set up the gag. The ho- oh, yes, mention, we know, we know the Netflix show too, guys. Not to mention, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I think Charlie Cox once like, I think he's gonna be like huge 
I think like he's gonna be like I think just like he the I know they're starting him off on a Disney Plus show, but he's also like he has the well, most. Me, he has sixteen episodes. They gave this. him a sixteen episode yeah. Disney Plus show. Well, let's so clearly, this like, for is, a is, how what is is he gonna be like what? a big character? I think. Like I, I want him to be a big character. All right, so if like, you go and you rank, if you go and rank Marvel characters, he's one of I think he's published characters I think all he's time. top five. He's one of the five most published Marvel so, characters of all time. I think. And then the other thing is so, you've got a char- you've got a huge following already, mm-hmm. so you don't have to establish the character. And you, let's be honest, the character, the void that he fills, not from a leadership standpoint or anything, but actually from, he's probably the biggest character that's not a Fantastic Four. Avenger, Avenger, Spider Man, or an X Men. He's probably if, if, who's not that. I don't know he's if he's going to be in Avengers, but I, think no, I don't he, think he will. But he definitely fills in a gap where you where he Iron Man once the, was. Yeah, because he's kind of got the ri- he doesn't have bit. the wealth that Iron Man has, but he has a lot of wealth, and he kind of has that cockiness and that sort. Like he, there's a lot of things that Daredevil I think and Iron Man ne- are kind of similar. He's going to be in the next Spider Man movie. I think he. Well, I think it, the next it makes too will, much. Will it makes fist, too much maybe. sense for him not to be because he's right there and like he's literally like down. Also, the I think the next Spider-Man movie is going to be very street level, and I think it's going to be a bit more adult. Yeah, because and I Daredevil think, fits in I think that, the next trilogy is adult. As adult, I think Peter you might Parker. get Punisher in that. You're going to get you know. I yeah, mean, that's there's been talk about Punisher yeah, coming like, back a lot recently yeah, as well. You know, obviously there's other bad guys that we need to get back. Um but I mean, but I mean, yeah, I think I think that's all really. For, I mean, we'll we'll this, we'll cover like, the rest of She-Hulk when it ends next week when we get through the last episode. But yeah, I think Daredevil fans, nothing to worry about. Yeah, nothing um, to worry about there. Nothing, nothing to hate on. If you want it to be exactly the same, if I you guess just want to watch bit, one like, episode of She-Hulk, watch that episode. Yeah, just watch that. Just you watch that. Watch you don't have else. to watch the rest of it. There's a couple things. I guess that the end whatever. of the episode you might need a little bit of context for. We won't even talk about the end of the episode here. We'll talk about it after the final this week. So, all right, moving on. Yep. Uh, what else? <laughs> we're going to leave the MCU and we're going to go over to <laughs> to another multiverse. We're going to go over the multiverse of Rick and Morty. Yeah, we'll do a quick one on this. Um, Really good episode that came <laughs> out on Sunday. I have to thank you once again. Like, the one thing I think we what we like next, the concept of next of kin, is that you do have this generational thing between a father and a son mm-hmm. who are very parting years, but we find common ground on great things to watch. I think I've exposed you to some things. You've exposed me to things. And the one thing I got to thank you for every day of the week is Rick and Morty, because I don't think I ever would have watched Rick and Morty, and I just think it's genius. I love Rick and Morty. The cynicism... People are harder on the newer seasons the, than like the, the older this, ones, but I still enjoy it. Because you know what? This is another it. show that I don't think the fans get it. I don't no, think most a, fans... Well, there's I, also this meme where like I, you need to be intelligent and have high IQ to understand Rick and Morty. It's like a meme. It, like You need to have the high IQ There's a lot of people that just don't. They want gags. They want Rick and Morty, and there's a lot of psych gags in well, this last episode. And they want every episode to be but a season two there episode. Is, there's a lot like of high concept like humor and a lot of cynicism about society. And I've really and enjoyed Rick this and season. Rick and Morty, which is, it's a really angry, it's angry at society yeah. a lot in this season, this which I think a, is awesome. I would say this season is a real return to form, I would yeah. say. Like, I've, I like almost every season of Rick and Morty, like, a, like pretty a lot basically but i think this one is really like kind of back to the standard of maybe the first couple seasons which i think are slightly better the basic premise of this episode is yeah is that spoilers, if, by if, the way. if 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 again spoilers alert because i'm not even getting into specifics that if somebody came around to make society better yeah we wouldn't care 
as long as we still got our cell phone coverage. I think that's really what as it comes down to. Time, like as like... long as we had we had more free time to you know and and we probably most of us just wouldn't care. And it, it's really a commentary like, on society. Rick says it at one point. He's know, like I it's like I appreciate these guys. It's like they called your bluff on running the planet by like calling your bluff on wanting more free time. Like <laughs> it's like it is it's like, very cynical very about good. society and it's just great and yeah very cynical episode very Rick i tweeted episode. last i tweeted uh, last night um that i bought a comment about the football game that was on but then the second part of my tweet was mm-hmm. and that i think rick sanchez should host the oscars yeah. i think if they want to save the oscars after the abysmal performance last year of yeah. the oscars the only thing they can save it at this point is actually also, having rick accused, sanchez they accused that the rick they accused um will smith of slapping uh chris rock to be staged <laughs> they accused it to be scripted. They accused it. <laughs> they accused yeah, they. Yeah, he accuses it on the show. Well, because <laughs> so, it is out. Of, it is really right out of like script for like. It's literally out of a thing that's on the internet. I forget what movie TV show that it actually oh, yeah. happened. There is a thing that happens in an actual movie TV show, and it's almost the exact same thing. Like it looks like it's ripped out of that thing. Like you know when people say, "Oh, the yeah. they Simpsons and." You know, no, know predicted you it. It's it's that close to what happens on the Oscars, and like to be honest, the Oscars besides that were so bad. Um, up, I mean, they Rick Sanchez because the only thing that could save the Oscars at this point. That's the only well way I'm watching. <laughs> well, says say the the. I mean, and then the side gags of the side gags of the Rock. So ridiculous, you know, like Adam Driver. This episode is Johnny Depp in the background. By the way, this episode it's not even like current Johnny Depp. It's like old school Johnny Depp from like something in june whenever yeah. like it's like a weird john like all the everybody they drew was like totally yeah. out of it's totally like out this of episode place. is like all over like rick tries to like like the presidents in this episode there's like he go they go to multiple David planets keith, keith david like, or the guys just like you know like you know where's my molly i didn't want the molly this time you know at one point they get like teleported away but can we just tell like either way, the dinosaurs come back to earth and they're like sentient yeah. and like they said they left and one like they, their technology evolved to like and yeah. to like, to, and they're, to, they're like at the UN or whatever, and they're like, well, well, our technology evolved to like be harmonious with like nature, obviously. Like, come on, guys. It's like, where's where's the rest of us? And then they zoom in on like the Middle Eastern guy, like the oil guy. <laughs> like, like, where's the rest of us? And it's like the gasoline. It's like the gasoline. <laughs> like, oops, sorry about that. And Which when is, they go and do the memorial, that's a and brilliant then, joke. But then the it's way. a brilliant joke. But it's also funny that they go to the memorial, and I bet you ninety percent of the fans don't get that they're there at a memorial, and they're having a memorial at an oil field. It's, it's like an oil rig. It's, it's, it's like an oil rig is where they're like, doing like, like, the, like their roadside. Like the roadside memorials where there's flowers and shit. Yeah. Like they did it at an oil, field. An oil field. It's hilarious. Like, and that's what I mean. Like you, I got to go watch it again because I think I'll watch, I'll enjoy it so much more the next time because like, I'll be able to pay attention to things that go to so freaking and like quick. Tr- and Rick obviously doesn't think there's anyone smarter than him. So he's trying to like go and negotiate <laughs> them. And they're like kind of smarter than him a little bit yeah. at least, or at least they have like, like the same, here, here's they have, like, portal the same gun. level of tech. Yeah, here's, like, they, here's like, a new portal gun. We can fix that and he keeps they, trying to like rile him up, and like, usually characters get super easily riled up by Rick, don't. but they won't. So they right. get, he gets like teleported away. He's like, he's like Doctor Manhattan, high road ass. <laughs> <laughs> he's, 
That may be the best Doctor Manhattan doesn't like like uh, in like Watchmen doesn't fucking like uh, like engage with anyone. He doesn't care. Yeah, like it like, totally it, was that. Like it's, it's so powers. Like, it's like nobody so, cares. It's like, just so smart. <laughs> that's what's great about it. It's just so smart. Like they know like, all. Gonna, they know. Morty's like, like gonna fight I wish I was this. I, I wish I was. It's like only people with only people with a lot of skeletons in their closet. I got a virtue signal this hard. Oh my god, it was so good. And it and it. I mean. And it, it wasn't. Good. I mean, there's funnier episodes, yeah, but in terms, of, in terms of in terms of entertaining, it's incredibly. Yeah. And then of course they get the portal gun back by and the yeah, end, yeah. Oh, this, and they're, they're like, no. "Okay, Rick and Morty going on the crew." Yeah, they, do that. Like, they do the they, classic bit of yeah, like right, when yeah. Rick. It's a Rick and Morty, a hundred years. Yeah, Rick and Morty. Yeah, yeah, we're going back to the thing. <laughs> then, then Rick they, and Morty time. They're gonna be jumping around, but even like and he's doing like the and that's like mad when they and they fix the riff. Morty through like four portals and stuff, which is like basically in like the portal video game right. like you can put like a portal on the ceiling and, and portal on the ground keep, and you did, keep <laughs> so he did through. that in like well they, they like, do that in marvel them. like remember when he keeps yeah. falling mm-hmm. i've been falling for where loki's been falling oh, yeah, i've been yeah. falling for like a half an hour <laughs> um yeah they even like they even like he's like well, you fixed my riff like that was canon they just screwed it up i had a whole season three episode arc or something three episode arc and i love the fact we are the fact that he knows that he's on a month now though so there are another another rick and morty's back course let's take a little break Offer right. of yeah, we're offer of I think a month yeah. or something. Season so. hiatus. Moving on, which they did last season too. So I don't know what that's about, but it, we are at um, we're at fifty five minutes. So what are we, we are supposed, supposed to, to go talk over? about? Andor, House of Dragons, and King uh, Rings of Power. Um, Let's just pick one. Andor really quickly, and then we can do House of the Dragon. Um, uh, Andor. Um, again, Andor more, is finally set up. They're definitely going into the, the heist yes. next. And a lot of people that I've, not a lot of people, but I've seen several people on social media that are kind of feel like it's moving too slow. But I love, I think it's fine. I appreciate that. I think Especially it's, given that the last two things we've and watched it's not the moving stars slow, had like, almost no right, story. Right. Like, this all has a lot of story. We're introducing a lot of characters. We're getting a sense of the types of characters that are part of the rebellion. Yeah. This I know the show's called Andor, There's but it's not of, just about Andor. Yeah. It's about it's about the birth yeah. of the rebellion because you know there is much more hope. going on so, here. Like yeah. then, like looking at this show and watching it, both like visually and in like dialogue, the concepts that are going on, the actual level of thought being put into it. There's just so much more like layers to this show than like say Boba Fett or even like Kenobi. Like there's just so much more. It's much more in depth. Like it's like a it's more care being put into it's this. It's more important like, to the universe. And there's more than of a, Mandalorian. Yeah, there's is more. In a sense. There's more vision. If yeah. that makes sense. There's more of a, like an overarching big idea here that is trying to be right. um, executed. Because they have to. They've got two. Se- it's only two seasons. Right? I, it's very HBO X. It is very say. HBO. That's a good comparison. It's like HBO Star Wars. And it, is kind and of it what has I would to build it itself as. up in what two seasons? They said there's only it's two, two seasons of this. Twelve only episodes. Two seasons, each. and the second season is pretty much going to line up with Rogue One. I think and the second season is three. We've talked about this before. It's three episodes of uh, arcs. Right. Each one is a different year leading up, leading to, Rogue up to Rogue One. One. And I think the last so, arc leads I up mean, to right before we see and, Andor. And that's why I think it's important that we understand what the rebellion is. Like, we don't have any... Th- we don't really know... And I know, love the rebellion. Like, the we rebellion don't really is, know is, too much about how mm-hmm. the rebellion... For, all we know is that Luke Skywalker shows up and all yeah. of a sudden they've got this tremendous ac- asset. And all of a sudden the rebellion is successful. Um, but, like, it, it, it's kind of... 
it's disingenuous in the sense that there's no way. Yeah. Like, how did the rebel? So that's what we're getting. We're getting yeah. like we got Rogue One. I really enjoy getting- his team. Like the team of people that he's on right now. I actually think they're really um well thought out characters. I think they have yeah. um they all represent the different types. There's of the kind people. of the one young kid who has yeah. like a manifesto and he's right. like super um yeah. And he even like even and like it even says things like in the Star like he, he's in the Star Wars universe. He's literally on the screen and he says like some of the things that me as like an outside person like and analyzes right like. Some of like say like the author- authoritarian ideas of like the empire, right? Like he he literally says them in the show. It's, and he it's, says like well, they, hide, they that. hide behind like so like, many atrocities, me, so you can't let, focus. Let me, they expo- say, let like, me explain on something on that because so now like for for people that watch this this podcast, yeah, like a lot of what I live with is you talking about shit like this. Yeah. So it's funny when that character. I have never seen a character on Star Wars that is so much like you. Nemec. That guy Nemec is, is that like you. Yeah. That guy is like he, that character. No, let me finish. Let me finish. Because, like, you have said, like, you said months ago that, like, when you think about, based on your watching the show and reading some of the books and all that type of stuff, that, that the Empire... Got rid of the clones because they needed to have jobs for the oh, average yeah, oh, yeah, dude. That's what I've, so they, uh, yeah, they me, could create me, a, me, they could yeah. create a culture. And you taught me this. I've said this. And then this, this guy kind of goes and says it like it's like this guy's Christian. This guy is Christian. If no, Christian, but, Christian, I, I, Christian I can, I can tell you Christian exactly like, what um you'd be writing a yeah. manifesto and helping fight the. Yeah, Empire. let me tell you exactly what um. So basically, what I've said before is like that. There's this concept fight in Star Wars, Empire. like if you're kind of in depth into it, um, right. that like the Empire. Like creates all these jobs almost, and like kind of makes the galaxy and like its citizens reliant on the industrial complex of the empire and technology. And oh, well, that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. What I've said in like is is usually about the I'll look at the screen. I somewhere. always look at the screen for some yeah, reason. I'd say it's that. usually not up, so it keeps. Yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> don't look at it. It just distracts me. I guess. Um, where was I? I'm sorry. You were just saying the dependence on technology. Okay, so basically, um, they've created a culture they, they where you're dependent depend- on they made a, technology. A, a culture that was dependent on the yeah. empire, both for like employment. Um, usually is the, the the example that I give, but in the episode, he gives like kind of a slightly adjacent example. I would say, where it's just like. Um, because he has like this kind of like writing old device, tech. which he's is kind, which he's writing his like manifesto on, basically. Right. Um. And it, it basically sounds like it's better tech than like a lot of them, what's widely available. And it's like, see, and it, and he talks about how um we've become so reliant on like the imperial tech. Um, so it's almost like that they've dumbed down the tech for the citizens to give them less access to. Well, let like, me let me let me let me I think let me give you a modern comparison. I've talked about. Let me give you a modern comparison. Mm-hmm. If you were going to California, mm-hmm. would you buy a map? Uh, no, probably not. So you would trust that the technology was going to get you to California. Mm-hmm. You would say, well, I'm just going to Google California, and I'm going to get in my car, and I'm going to drive 2,000 miles, 2,500 miles from Buffalo, Niagara Falls area, to California, and I'm going to trust that the phone's going to work. And I think most people do that where... My generation, when I was your age, we would have gone to AAA and we would have got the trip tick and we would have had maps and we would have known where we were stopping. And like, and, and, and now, we're, and I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that Apple is trying, whatever, you can get into that. Mm-hmm. But, but it is like, I think it is, there is a parallel with our society that we've become very dependent on technology. Yeah. And when we can't get Wi Fi or that we can't pick up the sat- feed and all of a sudden our GPS doesn't work. That's just a minor, but it is yeah. like I feel like they're tackling that a little bit within mm-hmm. this show about society has been structured around. That kid's definitely gonna die. You know, <laughs> that no, kid's gonna make. That it. kid's definitely gonna die. He's gonna, he's <laughs> gonna, gonna be the general that survives. Um, that, but that next yeah. episode, I think, is gonna be really good. Um, yeah. In this episode, there's like um, Skarsgård's character's in like one scene, and like yeah. the scene that he's in is just like so it's subtle. 
but it's like it's so good. Like in just the way he's he's, like, he's yeah. nervous and he's like he's and he's like he's um wondering if he made a mistake, but he's also like one way or another like this is like we're doing it here yeah. and like well it feels like it has to be successful because we've always kind of wondered like where did the empire get all the I mean where did the rebellion get everything and I yeah. feel like there has to be like a financial backer for them to literally go and buy well, extra fighters few financial backers There's besides be, just like but I mean Alderaan. I think like you know like, to start any type Alderaan of rebellion you got to have resources like, mm-hmm. you know it can't just be about like you know Ukraine's fighting Russia but they're being able to do it because they've got countries in NATO giving them stuff whether and you know and and for the rebellion to succeed they they're going to need someone to yeah, support them and in, in this case they've got to go buy old Y wings. Um, yeah. They got to go buy a bunch of old Y wings or something that we know yeah. that they. Last do. thing about Andor, because I do want to yeah. talk about House of the Dragon really quick. Yeah. Um, uh, like uh, the la- the one scene that I think towards the end where like uh, uh, they're, where they're basically they find the Kyber crystal that's around uh like Andor's neck. The one right. guy does. I forget the guy's name, but he. Yeah. I like that character too because really his mistrust, his mistrusting nature of him is good and, and it we is, got his it's is complex too. and i yeah. think that the ideas of all these people that one's an ideologue right. one's like a one's super trusting one's not trusting like yep. it's like there's a well good it's a little bit of, of everything you know but they're like they, they kind of um people are there for a lot of different re- like everybody's they, there for he a different presses reason. Him and he tries to get some answers from andor because again he came out of nowhere to this right. whole mission and um but andor literally uh like blurts out something they didn't even suspect that he's getting paid Right. And he, like, gets ahead of the issue. Right. And then, like, thinks that, and that's another thing. Instead of, like, I think most writers would just have the first issue go and then have the conflict be that later on they, they find, find out, out that, he's, that paid. he's getting paid. And, that could, and then that would have been the conflict. But they do right. something even better, which is Andor is smart enough to get ahead of it. Right. Tell it to them and then also flip it on their head that these guys are nervous they're right. they're afraid and they're maybe are just kind of latching on to him as like an excuse well for like, he says oh, why that. they're not going to do says, this i'm like, the reason like you we would have been a different reason yeah. and then, and then so even much when the more, character comes back and he yeah. tells his backstory of why he's there like so now we get a good backstory why a lot of the yeah. car- and i think if and that's it, well, depending well, on which of these characters out, like depending then, if these characters all survive and i don't think they're all gonna no. make it on the mission whichever characters make it um, I think we'll learn more about their background, whether it's the girl, whether it's the girl's yeah. friend, the one that was the doctor. Because is she just following around because she's what's her but backstory? I just appreciated that moment that like communication. Because yeah. so many yeah. of the times, like him being honest as much yeah, exactly, as he could. So be. many of the times, lack of communication is just like an easy um, yeah. way to forward the plot or to like lazily move the plot. Yeah, to but, create like, conflict, to create right. manufacture. But yeah. having him do that, I'm not, it's very rare that you see like a character get ahead of it. Like, right. yep. um, All right, we're which is something that time. I think would happen more often. In life than just like yep. not saying it like yep. all right we got uh, uh house of the dragon we have to talk about house of dragon lord of the rings whatever we'll talk about it next well, week when uh, house of, yeah lord of the rings we'll get the to finals so let's next just week finish as well, it. We, so. we'll do we'll wrap up lord of the rings and everything next yeah, week yeah with the final uh, so but, it was a good um, episode though it is improving sorry about that i hit the wrong button um oh. i gotta say like it it, it never fe- faces every episode every is week. every like, time they they now there's another time jump um, I just think that you, what they've had so many if, hurdles if, that they shouldn't Patty, be able to get over. If Patty, what's the actor's name? Patty Constantine. If Patty He's Constantine win an should Emmy. win He's an, win Emmy, an Emmy, Emmy for yep. supporting actor for the portrayal on that last scene. Also, again, there's some CGI in this, which is incredible. Incredible, like it like reminds you of something you've seen in in Dark Knight or Breaking Bad. Um, but regardless of the CGI. 
the character and the storytelling of this episode is just amazing. It's something mm-hmm. special. It's sad. It's so good. Um, with, and then, but it's also it's it's poignant and it's and this is Viserys' episode. Yeah. Um, this is like there's yeah. a lot going on. This, in this is and his, This is a yeah. big episode for yeah. like the conflict to come in the future. But um, this episode is it's I think it's Patty Constantine's last episode. Oh yeah. Um, it definitely is. Um, but I would say like one thing like. It, it, it is, and obviously, like over the course of this season, it's just been every episode he gets worse and worse in terms of his health, and like, right. and he's had to do a different challenge each episode of portraying a person. Each episode who's slightly different is more right. in pain. It is more like you know, he's and he's not every considered, to, and he's not considered. We don't ever consider him to be like a strong. King. Leader, he's not a strong he's a, he's king. Good, I think we think until good, this episode, I think we think he's a good man. He's a flawed he's man. He's a who's good made a man. Lot of mistakes. Yeah, he's a good man who's been. He tried his best. Who, I don't even think he. Yeah, he tried his. Like, yeah, he's analogous to a lot of times that people can't him, stand. People cousin, can't stand but, a president for several reasons. Yeah, but I feel like the story a that Carter. gets told. He's like a Carter. Like he's Jimmy Carter. He's, like he's a, Jimmy Carter. He's he, he could I could argue he's a you know he's George W. Bush. Like he's a he's a president that or a, he's a king that you didn't necessarily like, mm-hmm. but he didn't try to he didn't try to make things. He try to keep he, peace, he was like, trying to he tried to do two things and he naive, says it. He but, wants to make us. He wants his family to be good. Okay. But he also wants the realm to be okay. Yeah, keep and the he, peace. And, he, his, and he never form, got, he never was bearer. a battle. He was never battle hardened. He had to just, he had to be a king in peace, mm-hmm. which is very difficult, more difficult than you realize, I guess, uh, because they're so focused on all these and other he things. His, and he's lost his wife, which because of his own um, mistakes, so his own like One of the top 10 moments and, um, in the Game of Thrones universe. One of the greatest characters in the Game of Thrones the, universe. One of the like, best top 10 moments in Game of Thrones universe is him taking the Iron Throne for the last time. That's what I'm saying. No, I, I, I think there's a chance that that's the best scene. Like, there's one of, one of the chances. Like, I, w- I will say, I found this quote that someone had tweeted, but I think it's very, like, uh, like poignant, uh, and actually, just like it's the perfect. Like I can't, I can't think of a better way to describe it. House of the Dragon and the Rings of Power spend millions of dollars filming each episode, yet no dragon or Balrog or anything else uh, has been able to compete with the sheer epicness of a dying old man determined to sit in a chair. Like one, like that, that like genuinely, like after yeah. It, you and just, again, and it, here's the thing: you it, didn't need is, anything. It's his, it's Viserys's strongest moment as king. Yeah, in that we see him in the show. Yeah, but it's at the point where he is at his absolute physical and mental weakest. But he, but it's um this one last impact. If he's probably been laying there with what little sentience that he had left when he wasn't like just being drugged up by the high towers right. and like thinking about like that he's left this family and the realm on a on a path that whether it was intentional or not, um, which you obviously wasn't, and he's made mistakes that have. Brought brought the realm to the precipice, and has brought his family to the precipice of like disaster. Right. And in that moment, he like one, one nice he, thing he, is he faces his own physical pain. Right. He faces like all, and he just he tries what to he, set it right. He, and he, he tries to yes. protect his firstborn daughter, who more so than anyone, he has like he killed her mother. Like in his he mind, he let her down. He, he says, and, he, and then to he some and extent. then he put her naming her, yeah. like put her in the position to the to where that right. he puts her in this danger. That and she asks all him. She asks him to save her, and he so say, to speak. And he does, and like, she doesn't think he's going to do it. So the look on her face when he shows up, the look on everybody's face is just everybody the deserves score, an acting award for this shoon, episode. The, 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 but even shots, like, and again, like, Matt Smith, like being the only one that can help him up those steps. Scripted. What? Apparently the helmet fell off unscripted and he picked it up. 
unscripted. And they, they and then they, yeah. that's what I heard. We, you like, know, we like, love Matt Smith. <laughs> Matt Smith could read the phone book, yeah, and we like, would think it was amazing, and he probably could. But I mean, that Matt Smith moment that it's it's his own. It's 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 the brother's again, own the apology too. He's like, I didn't. I should have been here by your side all along, and he wasn't. Yeah. And he knows it. And it's it's going to lead to a lot of things. Obviously, there's so many other things that we could unpack in this episode, and we'll do that when the, the season when the, the season wraps up too. Again, they all oh, got yeah. edged up. Yeah. And also the the act the kids are all are there's only been a couple of episodes and I feel like the kids are not all of them, but a decent number of the kids are already characters. I um, think like that I French. think that the, the 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 patched kid is not going to get changed as an actor. No, I think they're all. I think I think the two. I think the two the two Valerians, whatever they are. I think those two. I think that's um, though those are the final those two. two. I think the, the youngest those two one are, you might aren't get changing age up again. And then and then Rhaenyra's two boys are going to obviously by yeah, the, the young the three youngest kids might age up they're again. Gonna, they're going to uh, age but them. The girl, up, but Damon's girls are done. And they might age up by next week. All of Allison's kids are done. I think I don't I don't think so because I think the he's going to be. He's gonna kick the bucket next week. So, oh. and so I think I don't think I think we're done with time jumps. I think that's okay. it. I think we're. I think this is. I think we're. We're. Okay. We're, we're there. Well, now. and again, I I, it doesn't dis- it doesn't disappoint. Mostly. There hasn't been a bad episode. I have no absolutely no complaints. So yeah. if anybody's like, I don't really want to start, spoil it that much. If anybody wants like, to start their petition, go ahead. Because I just you know like. Well, I saw someone say this like so say something like. But they were never gonna be happy. I saw someone put. But well, here's the thing: people are. People, people are not. There's, there's very little backlash. Where's the, the show. pretty girl? This was one of the hardest things a company's ever had to do. This was a, a company that had to not only uh, return to Westeros with different uh, creators and a whole different system right. and um at a different time period to make it work and then uh, make it easy to understand, right. even though it's like 200 years in a foreign fake history like before. Right. And then also you have to win back people that were. So um, rightly or wrongly, um, I don't, and that's not even what I, the we're talking yeah, about. No, rightly or wrongly, um, disappointed and put off by the the product they put I, on the I last honestly, couple seasons, and they've somehow yeah. done it, and they've exceeded expectations. And then there's still it's, people it's that ridiculous. are ridiculous, and there's still people like, that are mad, and they're still really. mad. They're holding a people. grudge from a guy. The guys don't even work there. But even then, I've seen they're like, literally holding a grudge against people. Want, let me finish. They're literally they're holding a grudge against people that don't work there anymore. Yeah, like oh, yes, they, those exactly. guys don't they're not there. They're not I will, I people don't that, understand what showrunners are. Those guys don't work there anymore. The people you're mad at are gone. Well, like I just, so I, just I understand that people don't understand. Just and don't TV watch it and don't tweet like, about it then. Yeah. If you're just mad, it's like you want you're watching yeah. it so you can go jump to be fair, on it. I mad. and there isn't very much. There isn't very much. But anybody like, who is is just like don't watch it. Just go watch I think this is one of the best. Go first, turn on channel two and watch the ABC and watch this. Is, first off, this is like, a the way the season flows and like right. the time jumps and like the the character changes. Yep. Like the, some of these, some characters have three or four actors. Yep. Like for the kids yep. or for the young, like and like yep. even for Rhaenyra, like yep. the first five episodes of the younger Rhaenyra to then switch to an actress who's right. just as who's been just as captivating. Right. Like ridiculous like this is one of the best first seasons of a show i've seen like well we're gonna obviously have some time to unpack it yeah. and what's gonna happen in season two got and a couple more episodes like that. maybe so we'll bring zach square we'll down to talk about, about it a lot more. and because get their perspective on some things yeah so, we'll be bringing both of them on so the we, final, we covered so. an awful lot today pretty quickly we did pretty good although yeah. we did a little bit longer than we wanted thought, to um as always we'd like to thank everybody for you know tuning in and following our podcast uh, anybody interested in getting involved with podcasting, please reach out to us at, you know, rentalmedia.com. Um, go to Emerge on any of your social medias and find us because we'd love to have more podcasts and give you a chance to do what we do. And I, it's a joy to do this every week with 
with uh, not just my son, but with some of the other folks that I work with and all other podcasts. So check out the network, um, you know, and uh, we will be back next week with another great episode, hopefully. (laughs) Take care. Take care.